Hello, 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 and welcome to the Kinetic Fitness Show. My name is Ali West. I'm your host today, and I am super, super excited because this is our very first episode, show number one, podcast number one, and I can't wait to get started and start bringing to you lots of useful and informative information. So over the next coming weeks, months, and years, I'm going to aim to bring you lots of exciting interviews with special guests each week to give you all the information you need to help you become a better version of yourself. We're all about improving your well-being on this show, and we're going to bring to you topics such as fitness, mindset, nutrition, supplementation, meditation, sleep, coaching, sports performance, everything you can think of to help you get in the best shape of your life. So how can we help you? How can Kinetic Fitness help you? Well, firstly, who are we? Kinetic Fitness, we are a gym and personal training facility based in Nottingham, United Kingdom. So if you are in Nottingham or in the Midlands, I highly suggest and recommend that you pop in and see us, have a tour of the gym, speak to the staff, meet the team and learn how we can help you in more detail. We specialize in individualized programming. We help each and every one of our members to get from where they are now to where they want to be. Myself, personally, I've been in the fitness industry for over 10 years and I've helped thousands of clients improve their wellness and improve their overall well-being. But at the end of the day, it's not about us and it's not about our backstory. What's most important is how we can bring you this content and how it's going to help you. So I'm really excited about today's first episode. We have a very special guest and we're going to speak into this guest all the way from America. So our guest today is Coach Kair. Coach Kair is based in Atlanta, Georgia, but he has clients that he coaches all over the world. He has worked with CEOs, business owners, athletes, He's helped people that have suffered with long time, long term physical and mental problems. And he's going to share his wisdom with us today. I'm going to be interviewing him and he's going to tell us all about why you need a coach. So without any further ado, let's get stuck into it. Let's start episode number one and introduce the man himself, Coach Kaye. I'm really looking forward to this. Let's bring him in. Cool, super excited to have my man, Coach Kair, on this first ever podcast for Kinetic Fitness. So we're going to bring in the man himself and we're going to get into some of these probing questions that I want to find out from from the man himself about coaching. So this podcast today is all centered around coaching, mentoring and why you, the listener, the guys listening to this need to have a coach in your life. So Coach, are you there? Can you hear me? Absolutely, man. What's happening? What's happening? What's up? What's up on my UK fam? Nottingham in the building. How are you today? Man, I'm blessed by the best. Too sexy to be stressed and worth my weight in diamonds and gold, man. Thanks for asking. Great. I, I love it. Always got a rhyme. Always got a rhyme. Well, I always believe that your words are magical. And one of the things I can't stand from people is them misusing their magic. And so people are always saying, I'm all right, or I'm cool, or I'm good. And normally that's artificial. 
So if I'm going to say something about me, I want to say something that lets me walk into that particular dream and put me into the right mind state for me to have the things that I want in my life and live the type of life that I want. So, um, you know, blessed by the best. You know, God has blessed me with good health, a good strong mind, friends like you, uh, too sexy to be stressed. You know we got to look good out here, man. Got to look good, feel good, smell good. <laughs> and then worth my weight in diamonds and gold, I'm trying to lose a little weight, man. I got a little Buddha belly. I'm trying to get it off. But that lets me respect who I am in the moment and, you know, keep high vibes about about myself. So in diamonds, in just gold, right now I'm about a little over $4 million worth. So I'm feeling really good. Nice. Nice. Love it. Cool. So, like, for the guys listening that don't know, like, who you are and what you're about, obviously I do. I know all about you. But, like, for the guys listening to this, like, just give them a little bit of a backstory about, like, who you are, who is Coach, who is Coach Kair, like, what do you do, how do you help people, like, what what are you all about, What what's what's the, the backstory and what, what do you do? Man, um, when I was nine years old, my father told me, he says, you're going to have to help out around the house. And I was raised on a farm, and so he put me in sales. I used to sell vegetables out by the road. We used to have cucumbers and corn and thing like things like that. And I immediately started having a lot of interactions with people. People would just stop by, pull over, and they would buy stuff. And I really, for a long time, thought it was just about business and sales. But I was learning about relationships. And then my parents got divorced. Uh, when I was 12 years old, there was a lot of uh, domestic violence going on in the household. The relationships were kind of crazy. And um, we actually had a dysfunctional family. And I um, graduated from high school, went to college. And the more I met people, I used to think you always had to sell yourself. And I started taking a lot of classes in marketing and business and sales but at the end of the day, I kept re- running into people who were not authentic with themselves and they didn't really know what their purpose was in life. And I didn't know that myself. This was only hindsight 2020. And then my father, when I was in my 30s, he came down with cancer. And so when my parents got divorced, I stayed with my father and I couldn't do anything to help him. I didn't know any alternative forms of medicine or, and I really didn't have the, 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 the cash to pay for like the higher end treatments or to send them to any really good doctors. And a cousin was going to a tired tea class and said, hey, the teacher healed himself from cancer. You want to come to this class? And I was like, man, for my father, I'd do anything. He sacrificed for me all this time. And I ended up going to the class to learn um, a system that a healing system that this man had, Sunyata Saraswati, had used to heal himself from cancer. And I ended up becoming his student and learning martial arts. And four years later, I got a black belt. My father died two years before I finished that training of learning that complete system. And I dedicated myself to finishing that. So if there was another person in the health field that needed me to take this, what I had learned 
to help them, I would dedicate that training to my father. And eventually I got my black belt in Tai Chi and martial arts and a couple other, uh, couple other, uh, styles. And I wanted, our teacher put us out. He said, yo, go teach. I was like, go teach. He was like, yeah, go teach. And so since I was studying a Chinese system, the black belt is, they call you seafood. But I was in the South and people would pronounce it seafood. So I was seafood kair, which means teacher or master. And people were saying, do you mean seafood? Seafood? What's that? Seafood? What is that? And I was like, oh, man. And I started saying, well, it's the same as a coach, but on steroids. Because I know martial arts. I know uh, exercises. We know yoga. No healing modalities, all type of things. And and I also had a degree in history, so I like to study and make things practical. And I was big on strategy. And I said, well, you know what? Let's try Coach Kair. And my very first venture was relaxation is the key because people were so stressed out. And I remember how my father died. The disease was stress. The cancer came from a lot of stress. And... As I grew older and older, started studying astrology and different sciences, and I started looking back at his life, he was the greatest example for me to say what not to do and when things go wrong. You know, I, I, I didn't want to be in a, I, I don't want to get divorced. I don't want to be in a relationship that's filled with domestic violence. Um, I don't want to be in a dysfunctional family. So I started studying someone who I knew intimately and saw what were, you know, what was the problem or what was the situations? How could he have done something differently? And when it boiled down, he had the drive, but he really didn't know his purpose. He didn't know his purpose in life. And so today, that's what I help people do. I help people find out what their purpose is and then put a strategy behind it. And so they can take their innate drive, match it with their purpose, put it with the strategy and start letting their dreams come true. And I've been doing that since actually like the last 10 years, been walking in that particular path. And I love it, man. Just like seeing people's light bulbs go off, watching people be successful, like (laughs) watching people struggle sometimes and saying, man, I'm ready to quit. Oh my God, my Saturn return. Oh no, they told me no again. And I have to say, hey man, we're going to hold on to the vision. We're going to work the strategy and it's going to work out. And, you know, a lot of people say, come on, man, that's impossible. But the proof is in the pudding, man. Um, and work with some amazing people like yourself um, all over the world. I'm based in the United States. But, like, it's just really, really wonderful for me to help people everywhere get on their purpose and then develop a strategy for it. Because my ultimate mission is to help as many as adults learn that they need to give this to their children. Because if my father would have took this approach with me when I was 12 years old, I'd probably be a gazillionaire right now. <laughs> nice. Well, I've learned some stuff there that I didn't know about you, so that's that's pretty amazing. So, like, this whole idea of this podcast is we want to talk about, like, coaching and, like, why it's important for people to have a coach or, or somebody that holds them accountable, so to speak. So, like... I know coaching comes in many different forms. So like people might say, and I don't particularly like the term, but 
people might say you're a, in inverted commas, a life coach, but coaching to me comes in very different forms. But like, what would you say is, is like some critical mistakes that people make that don't have a coach? Because I know there's, there'll be a lot of people listening to this that don't have a coach and there'll be people listening to it that do have a coach. So like, what would you say are like the big mistakes that people who aren't having coaching and make making on a, on a day to day, hour, hour to hour basis? Let me ask you a question. Can you see your mustache? Like when you're just walking around doing your favorite thing, I know you like to play golf. When you're playing golf, can you see your mustache? No. Right. And have you ever been at the table with your wife and you were eating something and she reached over and said, hey, you got something on the corner of your mouth. And it was, it was impossible for you to see it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you would have left it there, it would kind of been embarrassing, right? Yeah, definitely. A coach is like that. We see your blind spots. Some blind spots that are really obvious to other people, <laughs> but you can't see them. Like, I have blind spots. I have, like, four coaches. I'm always going to keep a coach forever. And that piece, you need assistance. Like, it's 7 billion people on the planet. We're here to be social and to have relationships and to help one another. The Bible says, Proverbs 3, 5, lean not on your own understanding. It's giving you a command to get coaching, you know? So why would you just try to do it all yourself? When you lift weights, it's not wise to lift without a spotter. A coach helps you spot, to spot these weak areas that you are probably reluctant to work on. You don't want to work on these weak areas. I want to work on the areas that I'm good at, man. I want to do these things I've already mastered. But what have I always said? You can only grow by doing the opposite of what you've already mastered. You cannot do the opposite of what you've already mastered without a coach. And there's a difference between a coach and a mentor. That's the second mistake. One, trying to do it by yourself. And two, thinking that coaches and mentors are the same. A mentor is very successful and wants you to just watch me and do it like I do it. Okay. And this mentor can have hundreds of people, thousands of people, millions of people like Tony Robbins is a mentor, like do it like Tony does it. But a coach says, let me see you run these cones, kick this ball, throw this ball, uh, fill out this form. Let me see how you answer these questions. And now let me design something specifically for you. Because what do we all want? We all want to be successful. We want to have grand success in life. And success is not a secret. Success is a system. If I come to your gym and to try to walk in there and see that big cage and just jump on something, and I don't have like, oh, I just want to lose 10 pounds or whatever, I could be in there for six months and not lose any weight and try to blame you. And But no, I didn't ask you, yo, can you help me with my blind spots? How do I, please give me a system to incorporate that's going to make me successful in this particular endeavor. So when people try to do it themselves and when they, the number two biggest thing I think is when they get mentors and coaches mixed up, you should have a mentor, but a coach is so much more specific to designing something just for you. A coach is similar to a trainer, you know, 
Um, but I think it just has a little more, a little more range on it. Look, a, a little more range on it. But I think trainers and coaches are super, super similar. So, like, to me, that's the number one thing people are biggest mistake by not getting a coach. Like, your gym should be full, like, every day. Like, sure, I can look at a video, but, like, having that personal accountability, person that to look to look me in my eye, because it's easy to lie to yourself, man. You can lie to yourself all day long. But your coach won't lie to you either. That's the other thing. Get you a coach that's honest, brutally honest. Yeah, definitely, for sure. So, that I mean, you've spoke about some of the mistakes there, and I think a lot of them make sense. Because obviously I see myself as a coach as well. So, I I see these mistakes with a lot of people. And I think, I think going back to the accountability one, I think that's a massive, massive thing for, for people with coaching and I think that's where a lot of people go wrong as well is they don't have that support system. And I believe that like coaching uh, and working with a good coach allows you to have that support system that you probably wouldn't have from anyone else because it's like you said, it's that outside person looking in and spotting things that maybe someone that is really close to you who maybe is already holding you accountable, but they can't spot it in the way that an external person like a, a coach would would do so yeah that's massively important um so like that's the mistakes that some people make but what about like what should people look for in a good coach good coach so you spoke about the difference between a coach and a mentor but what makes a good coach so if i had to say like what are the like three to five if not more things that somebody out there that doesn't have a coach at the moment should look for what would you say the like critical things that makes a good coach Man, that's a good question. One thing is your coach. Now, <laughs> your coach needs to match your desire. Like if you only want to win a blue ribbon at the county fair, then, you know, that that's, that's pretty easy to get. But if you want to win an Olympic gold medal for your country, then that's a different type of coach. So the you, you want to know what is your own personal desire first. Like how far do you want to go? You want gold medal or you want blue ribbon? Or you satisfied with second place? That starts with you. Then you go and say, all right, I need a coach who is way smarter than me. Way smarter than me. Like if if I was in Nottingham, I would hire you every week. I'd just sign up, quit my membership, hire you again. Because I know that you're on nutrition. You're on cardio. You're on body types. Like you have all these different things that just baffle me. You want a coach that almost their knowledge base is down there baffling. You're just like, damn, you know all of that. But you want a coach that is relatable. They got to relate it to my situation. So I don't really want a Navy SEAL coach. Because that doesn't relate to me. I'm not training yeah, I've got in war. Like LeBron James has an ex-Navy SEAL as his trainer slash coach. Man, so you're saying, like, sorry to interrupt. So you're saying, like, you've got to have that almost, like, that rapport or, like, the vibe. You've got a vibe with them. Otherwise, it won't, it won't work. Is that what you're trying to... Like reggae music, baby. Like, you can't... <laughs> 
if it if, if there's not a rhythm between you and your coach, it's not going to work. Yes, I want my coach to have mastery at what I'm coming to him for, but do we have a rhythm? Do we have a rhythm and do we have respect for one another? If we don't have a rhythm, the two R's, rhythm and respect, then his mastery and my drive will never get together. I got drive. I need your mastery. But you can't, you can't get, like, if we don't have that rapport, we don't have respect, we don't have the rhythm, then to me, those are things that you um, want to look for. Now, also in looking for a rhythm, the, the coach's rhythm needs to be a little higher frequency than yours. Because your rhythm is damn low because you need a coach. Yeah, yeah, By yeah. yourself, you got low frequency. You got low rhythm. You don't want to do the reps. You know, you, you want to do one rep and be like, uh, I want a mango tea, please, with some with, with a touch of lime. No, the coach is like, put that, put that down and bring your fat ass over here and get back on this treadmill for another 13 minutes. Two minutes back on the treadmill for 13. How about that? And no mango tea with lime today. How about none of that? So you gotta, you gotta, the rhythm has to like pull you, has to motivate you and the skill set because there's so many different coaches out here, man. Like there's, I like coaching CEOs, bosses like yourself, people like the visionaries. I love coaching those type of people. And it's a different, it's a different coaching than having someone that wants you to do weight loss. I'm not the best weight loss coach. That's not me. I can't coach you to write a book. That's not me. Um, but a coach who knows what their lane is, woo, you got to get a coach who can tell you the truth about him and say, hey, Ollie, I don't do that. Come on, man. You're great. I am at what I do, but I don't do that. You want yeah. me to do that versus me um, – and this comes down to a coach with integrity. So, sorry, again, I'm interrupting you, but that that's brings me to a nice point. So are you a, like a firm, because this is something I'm big on, like is if I don't think I can do it, I'll refer it to someone that I believe is good in that area. Is that something that you abide by as well? Like is, if you can't do it. Immediately. Yeah. Okay. So for instance, in my coaching, I use astrology. I don't, I'm not just left brain, I'm left and right brain. But I have, if someone wants, um, if they, so they're like, yo, I want to look at some tarot cards. Well, doesn't astrology and tarot cards go together? Maybe, but I don't do tarot cards. So I'll say, here's the three top people who I think. Well, somebody says, I need to lose weight. No, I can tell you a little, I can tell you about food science, but as far as getting the weight off and the schedule, no, I got some people that you can talk to in the UK Got a couple people in Georgia, got a couple of people in Cali, but no. And and we should, man. We should because even in the coaching industry, you don't bring your best service to your client when you are not hugging your lane. Stay with what you're great at. Don't do what you're really good at. Don't do what you're pretty good at. Do what you are excellent at and do what you are a genius at. And then clients will come and fill up like I don't, here's what you can avoid too. Avoid a desperate coach. The coach is desperate. Uh oh. You got a problem. If, if the coach is making you his meal ticket or her is making you or her their meal ticket, 
that one you might want to walk away, man. You may want to walk away. But um, yeah, that immediately if I don't know and it's somebody else that can serve you better, I don't want uh, bad coaches karma. <laughs> I don't want bad coaches karma for me trying to do something that I'm not capable of doing. No, I'll send you to somebody else. And I think all coaches should. I've had other coaches send people to me, you know, and say, yo, you should call Kair about that particular situation. I'm not a meditator. He's a meditator. Like, he insists that you meditate. Go to him. That's a part of his coaching routine. He insists that you do, um, that, that you add spiritual work to your, to your campaign. You know, go over there and talk to him versus trying to be like, oh, I'll go read, I'll go read the, the Bhagavad Gita or I'll do something and I'll try to sound spiritual or sound heavy. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to watch. Go to a Zumba class and then try to add Zumba to what I do. No, go see the Zumba teacher. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Do you think, I was going to say, do you think, like, the sheer volume of, like, coaches that are out there now, so every, like, if you scroll through Facebook, you've got, like, I can help you do this, achieve this, coach. I can help you uh, be coached in this. Um, it's everywhere. Like, you see people, like, calling themselves a coach. Do you think that, like, that's diluted people's, like, perception of what, a good, quote-unquote, good or great coach is? Do you think, because there's so much out there now, do you think it's boggling and bamboozling people and diluting the coaching industry, so to speak, or not? I got two feelings about that. Uh, the first feeling is yes, because there's no, there's no gatekeepers. Like, you can be a coach in 10 minutes. You can get a, you can go buy a domain name, you can get a website up, and you got a phone. You can go live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, like. And the 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 entry point to come in is so easy. And if you if you have some pretty decent marketing skills, you can move over from another industry and come in and say, "Yo, I'm a coach." Um, and some people it's very hard for them to say, well, how do I know, you know, official from tissue? Are you just tissue or are you official? So, however, on the other side, the earth is changing and people want to know, people are un understanding that they need dedicated help. So you're going to need more coaches to create more individual systems because more people are waking up. So there is a greater demand, but from like me and you, we're looking from the inside, like we would like to see more quality or, or more qualified coaches coming coming up. We, I, I think it's a lot of people who should be coached, and I definitely have seen some people who are coaching who are like raking in tons of bread, who I don't think that they have integrity, and I've coached a lot of their clients. A lot of clients have come from come to me and say, hey, I paid this person this much, and this is what I didn't get. They promised this, da-da-da-da-da, and I got all this from you in one month. Well, I'm not going to try to go around and do a coach hunt, you know what I'm saying, and try to like drown and burn coaches who aren't good. I think that it's up to us to set the bar amazingly high so that when people come to us, our name just rings bells everywhere. Like, you're a good coach, 
if other people say you're a great coach. If you're just out here doing a bunch of advertising and marketing, but where are the folks talking about you? Yeah. Where, where are where are they at? Um, I also do not agree with. Um, I saw some uh, an ad the other day. Somebody said, "I'm thinking about becoming a coach. Where do I go get certification at?" Certification isn't regulated. Like I don't. I think those are the biggest scammers of the people who set up something and say you can come over here and get a certificate. Yeah, Yo, yeah. you just put up a website. You just built the site. Set up some kind of program, a six-week program, and now you're saying that they can leave with a piece of paper that you email them. You didn't give them any real-world skills to give people real-world results. I give you real-world results. Well, I don't want to coach you. You know, yeah. like, that's 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 me. So when somebody says, hey, where's your certification at? Ali, Carly. So and so, so and so, so and so. My the people that I help that love me, that I'm always helping, and that's my resume. Yeah. The the credentials are the are the testimonials and the the social proof. I got a I got a I got a homie. He raps. Uh, big shouts out to Eda Mad Assassin on Twitter and Instagram. He one of his lyrics is he says I don't brag. I let my homies tell my story. Nice. I said ooh. Yeah, I, I like said, that. Ooh. Ooh, okay. So, and like, he doesn't, he's one of the most humble rappers, but I love talking about him. Like, yo, his rhyme flow is sick. Nah, 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 nah. So big shots out of you in the UK. You never heard of E, the mad assassin. I'm giving, I'm, I'm one of his homies and I'm telling his story for him. Veteran assassins in the building. Nice. So like, I'm just backtracking a little bit, but like you said about coaches having coaches. So like, Obviously, you're a coach, I'm a coach, we've had coaching or we're having coaching in one form or another. But you said about unregulated industries and certifications. So would you say, let, let me talk about it from my industry to start off with. So one of the big problems in the fitness industry is like within six weeks, you can go from just walking off the street to being a fully qualified personal trainer um, doing an intensive course. But then the dropout rate, of personal trainers is really high so 60% of personal trainers drop out within their first year of being qualified so and then they end up working in McDonald's or wherever so would you say it's I personally think what doesn't happen enough is those newly qualified peoples get getting coaching beyond their certification do you think that's really important for them newbies to rather than just trying to jump on Instagram and like set up a page saying I'll give you a 12 week plan blah 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 without having the experience and the and the the testimonials that you spoke about would you say it's important for those newly qualified people to jump straight in with getting their own coach as well dropouts drop out because they weren't qualified in the first place I I can tell people stories about you you won't quit you will not quit I have seen doors slammed in your face and you won't guess what when you was when you could have quit you went to get more training you didn't even have a spot you you didn't have your own stuff you had a dream you had a passion you wouldn't quit that qualified you not your paperwork not your, your paperwork your six-week course that you took that wasn't it it was yes it was you saying i'm going to get continuing education while these doors are being slammed in my face i don't think these people understand the uh the kinetic fitness story like 
I'm a historian. Like I, I will tell it. You know, like this guy that y'all listening to right here, he's another animal. He's not. He's not regular. So these other people that quit, man, they should quit because they're not passionate about it. And maybe McDonald's is what they're passionate about, or they should go get a coach like me to say, yo, what's my purpose? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Because if I, when if I see that your purpose is not training. Then I'm gonna tell you, be like, bruh, sis, this is this ain't gonna cut it, right? This is not this is not lined up with your destiny. I'm very blessed to be able to be able to help a person identify what their destiny is and what their purpose is. So once again, I'm not getting no bad coaches karma for giving for being like being a yes man. Oh yes, you should do this because no, 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 no. Like here's these steps into what you need. But do I think they need additional, like, n- not just, I mean, the dropouts, man, should drop out. The ones who have passion, they should continue to get, you're going to have to be a lifetime student, man, because things are so innovative. Things are so innovative that you can't just rest on what you learned back in the day. Like, I got a black belt in 2004. That doesn't mean, like, I can't go and study with somebody else and learn another form and 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 expand my I, – I've spent a pretty penny on additional trainings to add on to what my foundation was. So I absolutely agree that the quality coaches that are passionate about what they're doing are going to go and know that they have to continue extending on. When you see somebody who's just six weeks in, like he just came for the paperwork. Like that doesn't make, to me, that doesn't make you official. I say that if someone has the passion who's done it, for instance, um, somebody coming out of prison who has been working out for like eight years and has created something by himself and maybe what we call on the yard, who's in impeccable shape, diet is crazy, hits the street, he only needs to follow his passion. You see what I'm saying? He's been working out 12 years or she's been working out 12 years. So I feel that where that person is at and what they've created and what they can create is that super coach that makes them official. I think official comes from the heart, comes from the bloodline, not just from going through a course and somebody giving you a sheet of paper. Because like you said, that's why they quit. They um, And maybe the person who they got the six-week certification course from, maybe they're just doing it for a check. Because if you came through my training and you quit in six weeks, what does that say about me as a coach? Yeah. Good point. <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> So let's talk about, we've, we've gone on about actual coaching and like what makes a good coach, but let's talk about at the end of the day, what do people want? People want the results. They want the performance element. Like, so like how will, or what kind of results and performance result, uh, improvements in performance, sorry, will like people start to see when they, when they're working like regularly with a coach, like how will that affect their performance and ultimately their, their results? Your coach has got to be like a, has also got to be like a, a part-time psychologist. Because one of the first thing we ask you is, where are you now? Where do you want to go? 
and what's blocking you. Because my job is to get the block out the way, take you from where you are, take you from take you from zero to hero. You know, pain uh, to pleasure. Definitely. Say it again. Pain to pleasure. Take you from pain to pleasure, baby. You know, and so. Man, a whole bunch of thoughts just came through my head. Repeat the question again. I, I just had a big down. <laughs> <laughs> I said, how will it improve like the individual's performance and results by working with a coach? Bam. Everybody's heard of, uh, what's the guy's name, Beckham, the soccer player? David Beckham, yeah. He's pretty decent, you know. You know was, uh, was. Daily. Yeah, he's, you know, he's won a game. These two guys have won a game or two. But it was the coaching that made them extraterrestrial. Like, you can do a lot by yourself, but if you don't have that system that says, hey, I'm about to really pull the talent out of you. I was talking to a client last night, and she says, I'm, she says, I'm dope. I said, you have dope potential. I said, and working by yourself, your potential will never be realized. And that's the fact. Because there's somebody who's better than David Beckham. But you'll never hear about it because he was either uncoachable or didn't pursue coaching. Beckham was coachable. Beckham was like, I need coaches. I need some coaches. And guess what? He went and got them. And now when you just say his name, you're like, oh, yeah, that 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 soccer. Uh, Jordan. That soccer. There was somebody who was better than Michael Jordan, but you don't know what his name is because a coach, there's nobody in the Hall of Fame or in the soccer museum that you have that did not have a coach. There's all the proof you need right there. When you look in there, you can go back and say, well, what team did Beckham play for? What was the last team Beckham played for? Uh, Paris Saint-Germain. Paris in Paris. Did they, uh, did they have a coach? Hell yeah. The team More than that. one. <laughs> more than one. You hear that? Yeah, more than one coach. Right. Beckham didn't go to a team that was like, I'm just going to go over here to this team because they don't have a coach. Hell no. Even before he got over there, he was like, hmm, who's the coach? What are our chances of winning a championship? And that's the mindset you have to have. I'm going to get a coach. Because I want a championship. If you're a CEO, guess why you better get a coach? Because your board doesn't care about you. Your board, you got to answer to them. The CEO has to come back to the board and say, we reported profits this year. And he, But if he comes and says, you know, but I'm kind of fatigued or I have low self-esteem, the board don't care. The board is like, you better take some of this money we're paying you and go get a coach. It don't matter. They want results. And people are depending on you. You know, we live in a, a very competitive world out here. Very, very, very competitive. But the, the, the basic nature of humans is curiosity. And you can't answer all those questions yourself. When you want to start performing at a high level and maintain it, then that's when you start seeking out a coach. If you are stuck on yourself and you just want handouts, then you're always going to be average. The people who don't get coaching are satisfied with average. The people who go look for coaches detest being average. 
If I call you average right now, you'll get pissed off. You'll be like, hey, watch your mouth. Oh, no, 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 my friend. No, 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 no. Your coaching is going to take you and bring you well above average, well above, put you into excellence, put you into genius. Why do they have Ivy League schools or why do they have Cambridge? These professors, they're still coaches. So if you want to reach your your maximum, you're going to have to do it. All those things about the Dalai Lama has coaches, bro. The Dalai Lama's been getting coaches. He was nine years old. You understand? The next Dalai Lama's probably already getting coaching right now. So, man, there's it's, it's so many reasons for that that performance, but not just for performance, but the other P, peace of mind. So an article last night about LeBron James is spending up to $2 million a year on just the people that go. When he goes on vacation, his trainers go, his chefs go, his nutritionists go. He says because at the end of the day, if he loses the game, he knows in his mind that I put everything in it to win. I did it. It, it ain't on me. I did everything I was supposed to do. You guys are making $40 million, $30 million. You didn't put a hundred K on a trainer or a coach. So that's my take on that, man. Yeah. If you want to go to that next level, you want to be a hall of famer. You want the gold medal at the Olympics. Everybody who has a gold medal at the Olympics, no matter what country they came with a coach period. Yeah. Or you can sit in the stands. Or you can sit in the that's right. There's, 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 there's three people at the Olympics. The person winning the medal, his coach, and the people sitting in the stands. That's <laughs> how you get to the Olympics. Yeah. And, definitely. And you normally see you normally see more people sitting in the stands. There's only one difference between sitting in the stands and standing up there having your country's anthem being played. A coach. A coach. Yeah. I don't want to get up on the podium first because that means I took the bronze. I don't want to get on there second. I took the silver. But, hey, if I shot for gold and I know it was a field of 40 people and I got to the top three, yeah, but I want to be the last person to get up on the stand. That was good. Congratulations. Yes, you you you, you ran a great race, but I smoked your ass. I smoked you. I broke a world's record today in front of all of my fans who paid to come see me. <laughs> so so yeah. what would you say then, like, is the, the big differences between those, you know, the top dogs, like the people that are coaching Olympic athletes, the people that are working with the multi-million dollar or multi-million pound CEOs, uh, working with um, the NBA players, do you know what I mean? Uh, uh, with those guys compared to, let's say, a coach that's like coaching Little League or, or Sunday morning football or soccer, as you want to call it, over here. Like, what's the difference between those, the bad boy coaches, the top dogs, compared to like the mediocre ones? What would you say is the big differences? The same thing, the blue ribbon or the gold medal. The, the person who coaches, you know, at little league level and that's what they want, then they're satisfied with blue ribbon. But the person who goes after a LeBron or Beckham or an Olympic gymnast, those people want what their athlete wants. 
They want what their client wants. Like, I want what you want. I want ridiculous success. I can't just, you know, like, I could do that for the kids. Like, so you're saying that they want to be successful themselves as well as wanting their athletes or their team to be successful as well. So they've got that personal desire to be successful themselves and then that almost like rubs off onto their, their team or their athletes to make them successful as well. Is that what you're saying? I can't be any more successful than my client. So if I'm coaching little league football and these little boys and girls, I keep kicking the ball out of bounds, the, the scores with zero to zero. We play that for three hours and I can tolerate that. Then that's my level. That's I'm water finds, water seeks his own level. So it's on that coach. That coach is like, yo, I'm done with this. I'm frustrated. I can't coach these little dudes right here. I, I need, yo, give me some 18-year-olds. Give me some 20. Give me somebody who's going to, uh, I want to coach some killers. I want to coach some jokers. They, they, they just want to score all the time and let me teach them a little bit of defense. You know, that's what I want to do. All you do is score? You don't play any defense? Well, let me take your game to the next level by adding some defense to your game. Let me give you some, some you know, some more dribbling or whatever. That's the difference right there, man. The, that coach has that desire, too. We need y'all just like y'all need us. You want to get the gold medal? I want to stand over there and say, yeah, that's my people's right there. That's, that, that's my athlete. We're standing up here together. We're standing up here together. Who are you? Oh, I coach him. Say what? Mm-hmm. Usain Bolt. I coach him. Yep. And I'm driven. I'm driven. Because now when Hussein Bolt quits, the Jamaican track coach is already looking for another boat. I promise you, he's not resting. He is looking to bring out. And, and the, also the difference is that coach is adding on to his game every day. He's learning another technique to get the best out of you. I bet you since you got that cage, I remember when you got that cage in your gym, you were like, it can do this, 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 and this. I bet you right now that you have come up with at least 10 more exercises that were not listed. That yeah. was like, oh, we're going to use this this way right here. That's one thing that actually I thought about earlier in our conversation that I forgot, but I will bring it up now because I think it's massively important and I think it's a, a huge part of coaching is innovation. Like, I think if you can innovate and think on your feet, then you're on to a winner because knowledge is only so much like people say knowledge is power but I think innovation is power because if you can innovate and come up with new ideas then you're never going to get left behind do you agree baby that's gospel what you just said right there is gospel like show over drop the mic (laughs) like your coach that's what separates them the innovation of the coach is what separates the big boys and heavy hitters to you know, the other guys, you know what I'm saying? And the other guys are needed too because you still need to have that experience of what not so good is. So when you run into really good, you'll be like, oh, man, I really appreciate this. Like, in the last 10 days, 11 days, I've been on some really crazy innovation to my own game. Oh, my God. Like, as much as I love strategy, when I saw – what I'm messing with right now, I'm just like, yo. And they just kept using the word strategy. And I was like, what? I'm the best strategist. I got the best. So they said, try this for seven days. 
and I tried it for six, and I, like on day four, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, how do I add this into my game? How do I, how, how do I add this? And I was like, the, my, the business side was like, yo, I gotta raise my prices because I'm adding services. But then I was like, it really doesn't matter. I said, instead of raising my prices, I want to get to more people. So right now I'm even taking the new innovation and being innovative and saying, yo, I need more group coaching because one-on-one I'm trading time for, I'm, I'm trading time. But when I can get 40 people to get the same results that I can get from one person, then those 40 people are going to multiply our success. It's our success. The more successful people we can get out here, get in shape, get their minds right, get them on their destiny, have them doing a strategy, then the more people that they can influence. So somebody says, yo, why are you so successful? I was over here with Coach. I was over here with Ollie. I was over here doing such and such. But if we don't do our job, I think we make the job. We make the world go round, man. All the kings. The Queen of England has a coach. Prince Charles has a coach. Everybody has a coach. And you know what? When you see people getting jammed up, it's because they went against their coaching. Like when I look at the world situation and I see like conflict somewhere, especially here in America, Donald Trump, he doesn't want to listen to his coach. Like he got, he, he had a coach to get him here. Cause like if you take an asshole and make him president, he had to have coaching. He had to have some kind of brilliant coaching, but it's like, he goes away from it. Now I guess he like got to be the president. It was like, I don't need you no more. He tried to switch teams or whatever. So like, so, you know, we're looking kind of crazy over here. Talking about putting guns in the schools with the teachers. I was like, your coach didn't tell you to say that, dumbass. <laughs> Another subject. Yeah, but don't, let's not go down the political route. <laughs> um, okay, like, before we kind of wrap up, like, I know we spoke very generally, like, well, we've gone into detail, but let's talk about you personally, like, how has coaching helped you as an individual and as a as a person, as a spirit, like... How is what coaching experience have you had personally for yourself, and how has it helped you? Um, I'm a risk taker. You know, I push the envelope, and sometimes I push the envelope. I used to push the envelope in the wrong directions. Coaching has helped me by being like the lighthouse. You know, I like um, when the ship sees the lighthouse. Is you, you know that you're too close to the rocks. You need to get further out to deep waters. Like that would be the number one thing. Because I think that the because when I didn't have coaching, I was number one in self-sabotage. I have so many holes in my shoe from shooting myself in the foot. And when I started getting coaching, they took the gun away. Or at least showed me how to point it up, you know, at a at, at a target. And shoot safely, you know. Um, they taught me how to not just use a gun. Here, use a bow and arrow. Use a slingshot. Like, use your finger. Like, so many, like, they showed me so many more different aspects of myself. And the key word that keeps coming back is relationships, man. Coaching helped me have a better relationship with myself. Coaching helped me have a better relationship with the creator, with my spiritual path. Um, and definitely coaching has helped me have better relationships in all of my family units, my intimate relationships, my general relationships, like every, everywhere, I'm more helpful. I am a better 
global citizen because of my coaching of the of me investing in coaching like when people ask me like i think somebody asked me well, how much is that i was like i don't know i don't care i just put it on my website i do it once a year i put the price on there and i just go i want to help people because you got to make a sacrifice to for me to be one of the greatest coaches i made a lot of sacrifices so whatever the price is i want to see are you willing to sacrifice to work with me because i think that's the number the other rule that the number one rule coaches break if they take headache money i won't take any headache money so mm -hmm. as you become a headache I don't need you as a client. If I can't get up in the morning and be excited about working with you, then it's not a good match. I want to get up and be like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. And, or if I'm late, I want to be so apologetic. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to be late and be like, oh, I can be a few more minutes late. Nah, I want to be doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So, yeah. So would you go I'm as far as man. saying, would you go as far as saying that, like, coaching has changed your life then? It's been a life-changing element for you super like super like I'm, I'm even one of the most daunting things right now is like me innovating and going to the next level and creating my own coaching academy because i've seen the, the, the trash out here i've seen the junk you know and i've seen me as like a shooting star and i'm like yo some other people need to have you know, um, they really relate to me because you often attract people just like you, you know, and they want your assistance. They're, they're they have similar life path stories. And um, I needed a big transformation in my life. And the coaches that I went to, I call them surgeons. I call them emergency room surgeons. Like it was an emergency. Like if you go to the gym regularly or see a doctor regularly, you won't have to go get you know, open heart surgery or something like that. Not me. I had to wait until it was terrible, 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 terrible. And then I was like, well, can I pop a pill? They was like, hell no, you need a total overall. We're going to have to amputate some stuff and replace some stuff and blood transfusions. Like not literally, but like figuratively, I had to be broken down and put back together. And I'm a much better um, my surgeons did a great job and I represent all of my surgeons. Like some of them are coaches, but some of them I actually like, they're masters at what they do. They may be up under the title of coach, but they are really master teachers, man. And that's the type of, um, example that I had. And that's the example, the type of example that I'm trying to be. Well, somebody says, yo, you're a master teacher. You're not just a coach. I said, well, that's cool, but it just it's just too long in the domain name. You know, if I put Master Teacher Kair, that's just too long. <laughs> so I just give them something short. They can't spell Kair, so it's all good. Well, that uh, that's going to lead me nicely into wrapping up uh, today because we've, I'd love to keep talking, and we probably could keep talking, but we will have you on again for a different topic. But um, I wanted to wrap up like the, the, this very first Kinetic Fitness podcast with uh, how can, like, if, let's say people want to hear more about what you do and find out more about you and Coach Kair and 
and your work like what's the best thing for for listeners to do to like learn more about you and we'll put some links into like the show notes as well but like if they just want to like stop this stop this now and go and find out more about you where where can they do it the first thing they can do is go to livingfree.coach livingfree.coach or livefree.coach i have both domains and download the meditation like my mission is i want to see a billion people meditating you want to know about me meditate with me they say like if you come to a man's house and eat at his table then you learn about him the conversations that he has you want to learn about coach kair everything i do starts with meditation and calming the mind down it that was the critical what changed my life so livingfree.coach or livefree.coach drop your email address in there get on my newsletter and get that free meditation it's a 17 minute meditation microcosmic orbit the world doesn't know how to meditate man very true like they don't know how to meditate and it's a lot way easier than some people are making it so many things that people are saying about meditation that are myths so like i'm on a mission So everything I do starts with meditation. So um um I'm a spiritual cat, you know, I'm definitely um metaphysics, I'm into marketing and branding too. But um the meditation piece going into that unseen place to get calm, calmness and and centering so we can really come and create something. Innovation comes out of silence. Innovation doesn't come out of just chaos. If you want to solve something that's chaotic, you're going to have to learn how to quiet yourself, quiet the mind and be able to listen, control your breath, uh tons of things that are results of meditation. So that's where they can find me. Awesome. They can find me they can find me at uh coachkastrology.info. A lot of people always start there. To me that's the map. Jay-Z said men lie, women lie, numbers don't. No matter what, there's some numbers that can gauge it. So coachkastrology.info is why I have my strategy sessions at for people that's probably are you meditating and now let's see what your numbers are a lot of people say oh man I don't believe in that well guess what you can get in that long line of people who don't believe in it and I'm going to work with this long line of people who do know that it works um coachkastrology.info and then you can find me on Instagram Facebook Twitter coach kair k h a y r Yeah. K H A Y R. You can find me on Instagram, social medias, I'm all over the place. And sometimes you can find me at Kinetic Fitness. I want to put that out there so when I'm over there in in, in Nottingham for 2 weeks trying to lose this gut, y'all would be like, "Okay, is he, is his coach over here at the gym today? I need to do some astrology or something." Like, "Yeah, he's over there in the back on the bicycle." Love it. Love it. Wow. We're about there, man. It's been a it's been a pleasure. I think uh, it's it's like um poignant to end with a quote what do you think like a nice and a, a a great coach's quote what do you think do you think that's a good way to end up finish things Absolutely. today so you heard of Vince Lombardi yeah i got one better than Vince though i heard of him i'm going to hit you with a Vince i'll i'll hit you with a Vince and then you'll hit me with a with your one so okay. i i've got perfection is not attainable but if we chase perfection we can catch excellence Woo! Woo, you making it hard for me. Woo, you got bars. Woo! 
I do two then. I can't, one might not be good enough. I got two. First one is growth is the purpose. Everything else is the result. Growth is the purpose. Everything else is the result. And then my second one is success. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Have worthy thoughts, do worthy things, you'll be successful. Don't try to eat the whole elephant in one bite either. That might be my third one. <laughs> and just for the record, that success one is the very first, one of the very first questions you asked me in our, in our very first coaching session. You was like, what's the definition of success? And I was like a bit, mm, uh, like came out with a few words and then you dropped that one on me. So I'll always remember that. And that's in the first page of my uh, journal. So yeah, love it. Man, I've loved it. It's been wicked. Let's do it again. Let's do this again. Man, you haul it. I call, you call it, I haul it, baby. I'm ready. We're educating. We're dropping knowledge. It's, I love it. Hell yeah. This was good, man. Congratulations on all your success that you had, what you got coming. Big shouts out to the whole fam over there. Y'all need some sunshine before I can come over there. It's too cold right now. Big shouts out to the wife. Big shouts out to the family, man. Y'all keep on doing what y'all doing. And you. Love it. That's it, man. We'll wrap it up. Thanks. Thanks for it. Thanks for everything. Absolutely, brother. I'm going to holler at y'all. Peace. Peace and love. There you have it. That's a wrap on episode number one of the Kinetic Fitness Show. I hope you enjoyed the content that we shared with you today. And if you want further information, you will find our social media handles attached to this podcast. For more information about Kinetic Fitness, you can head over to kineticfitness.co.uk. That's K-I-N-E-T-I-K fitness.co.uk. From there, you will find today's show notes and all of the information we shared and the social media handles. Also, you can schedule with us a consultation to go into your goals in more detail if you need help with your health and fitness. So that's it for today. Fantastic show. I thoroughly enjoyed interviewing Coach Kair and keep a lookout for our next podcast as we aim to bring you even more information about health and well-being. That's Ali West signing off for the Kinetic Fitness Show.